Hey, party people! Welcome to the one-year anniversary edition of the Party of One podcast, where the gaming table is usually set for two. I am your host, as always, Jeff Stormer. This week, we are joined by professional wrestler and Chikara Wrestle Factory trainer Ophidian the Cobra, and musician, burlesque dancer, and founder of Closet Champion Kate Nix, aka Sway Bradbury, for an amazing game of Feng Shui 2. That's right, because it is our one-year anniversary, we are breaking all the rules and bringing on not one, but two wonderful guests to play a kick-ass game. Hey, it's my podcast anniversary. I can do what I want. All kidding aside, Ophidian and Kate are amazing people that I super look up to, and I was so excited to have them both on, and the episode turned out amazing, and I cannot wait for you to hear it. So, a few quick notes before we dive in. One. A quick note to say that I'm going to be at Metatopia from November 3rd to the 6th in Morristown, New Jersey. Metatopia is one of my favorite events of the year. It is three days of playtests and panels and hanging out with friends. It's super cool. If you're in the area, you do not want to miss out. A note about my audio this episode, it's kind of all over the place. I understand and apologize. I was having some weird sync and feedback issues that I wasn't aware of during the recording. So largely what you end up hearing in the episode is my audio through their microphone, which is still listenable. It's just echoier and more distant than usual. I apologize. Stay tuned after the show for a big announcement about the future of Party of One and my not-so-secret secret project. And with all that out of the way, let's throw it over to me in the past so he can get started with the show. Take it past me. Thanks, future me. This week, I've got two wonderful guests. Guests, why don't the the two of you introduce yourselves, because I'm pretty sure you can do it better than I can introduce either of you. Well, of course. I am the venomous and vile serpent from the Nile, the one and only master of snake style, the Cobra Supernova Ophidian. I'm Kate. <laughs> Perfect. Hi, I'm uh, I'm Mrs. the Cobra, Kate Nix, a.k.a. Sway Bradbury. I am the head seamstress of Closet Champion and the owner of Closet Champion. I make a lot of the gear for Chikara Pro. I'm also a musician and burlesque dancer and a snake wrangler. Yeah. Uh, not, not as cool as my, my rhyme. No. I used to it. have one that was, like, the same as his, but all about me. It was, like, it was, like... The ven- it was the venomous and vile mistress of the Nile, the one and only master of thread style, but it was it's not like it, it's not as good. I need to come up with my own. I can't just rip his off. I need to come up with my own like ridiculous wrestling style promo about all the things I do. I I know what you mean. So this week we are playing Feng Shui Two by Robin Laws. It is a game of Hong Kong action movie storytelling. It is one of my favorite games, and I'm super excited to play it. So why don't, uh, right off the bat, uh, each of you introduce your character in a few words, sort of who they are, what sort of archetype they fill, and a little bit about their background and all that good stuff. I'm first? Why am I first? You're so excited about your character. No, you're so excited about your character. You have more written than I do. (laughs) You're just making me go first because I'm better at talking than you are. (laughs) Um, my character is a bounty hunter. Here's what I have written on my character sheet, which is very little, but I feel like it says a lot about who I am as a person and also how I take, how seriously I take role-playing games. So there's little, there's three little, uh, Winslow, get off the table. (laughs) Sorry, our cat wants to join. He wants to be friends, too. He's just walking farther away from you, babe. Did you hear him? He's complaining. Ow! 
Jesus. Anyway, so this is this has a lot about like how seriously I take role playing games and also who I am as a person. In the three areas for writing, here's what I wrote: character name, Lucy Lawless. Character concept, full gay. All right. And also, she's allergic to ghosts. That's all I got. That's. Pr- I think that's plenty. Yeah. So like it I says, feel pretty good about that. It's a, It's not a lot of words, but it says a lot about about the character. Yeah. Full gay, not half gay, like me. Full gay. Well, uh, I've decided to go the route of the exorcist monk, whose name is One Hundred Eyes, because he can see in all dimensions. Uh, and as a young exorcist, he had to banish his Sifu to another dimension after becoming an evil spirit. So he's internally tormented. Wait, so he's the evil spirit? Or no, the Sifu is the evil spirit. What's a Sifu? His trainer, his master. Ah, okay. So he's his trainer. His trainer named Soothing Wind. Mm-hmm. Yes. Who, and he's constantly tormented by the fact that he had to essentially write off the man that brought him into this world of exorcism and monking. Both yes. exorcism and monking, wow. Yes. So, let me ask Lucy Lawless, where sort of do you do most of your, like, what's your, what city are you located in? As we open, as we do, like, we open in, in this, uh, the action movie that we're, that we that we're telling. What's the, what's the city that the little caption pops up underneath as we get the overhead shot? I feel like her backstory is in, like, 1980s New York. Okay. But not Perfect. 1980s New York that you can tell is the actual city. I'm talking 1980s New York where it's very clearly a backlot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. We're on the exact same page. So yeah, we get that like real we get we get like two overhead shots of the real of the real 80s New York and then we cut to the super obvious backlot yeah. of this large we get an overhead shot of New York. Then we cut to an like a, a stock shot of a really massive like corporate high rise. Mm-hmm. This is the Saint Vincent complex. You are you have been tracking a bounty. Uh, you've been tracking Chaz Saint Vincent. He is a probably a big douche if his name is Chaz. He's a real big douche. He's like a he's a corporate guy. He's been he's been indicted with some embezzlement charges. You know, white collar stuff. And he's been sort of ducking, like, court dates. So they've so they've put a bounty on his head. And it's a pretty decent-sized bounty. You've, you've tracked... You know that he's in this building. You've, you've snuck your way in. Describe to me how you, like, snuck... How you, like, got into this building. You're on one of the, like, upper penthouse levels. Well, I feel like if, if Lucy Lawless is as full gay as I'm choosing to believe... I think she seduced one of the one of the uh, housemaids. Okay, like she was yeah. like she led all, she led this girl into thinking they were in a relationship for months. Have you seen Sherlock? Yeah. So you know when Sherlock tricks the nurse character or the uh, not she's not a nurse but they're in a hospital a lot. Is she, sure. He, he like proposes to the nurse character so she can or not nurse to the secretary character so he can get up into the building. Yeah. That's what I'm imagining. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, so we see that's we we see like a montage of this happening over several months. My husband is just shaking months. his head at me. <laughs> over several several months, like the seasons change as we go through this montage. I mean, it's one season change. I feel like it's 
it's just like in just like in Sherlock where it's like too early for like she I mean she's gay so I mean as someone who has been in relationships with women like you move extraneously too fast because you're both so caught off in how emotional each other are sure so like it could be it could be a relationship that lasts six months it could also be a relationship that lasted like a month and a half like it doesn't have to be but yeah so that's like it could be like it could be like six to eight weeks I think six to eight weeks is good. So, like, like the visuals change over time as we cover, like, several weeks of this. And then the last shot of the montage is, like, a, an elevator door opening and you walking through. Mm-hmm. So, you know that on somewhere in these penthouse levels, uh, he, uh, Chaz is, like, here with his entourage. Like, you got some, like, notification. Like, you got word of uh, your... Uh, the secretary told you, like, oh, yeah, he's got a meeting lined up. Like, I shouldn't tell you this, but he's going to be there. Mm-hmm. So the the elevator door opens, and I'm going to ask for a roll. Okay. One like dice an and investigation. two. Uh, two dice. You're going to sub... sub uh, two dice. You're going to subtract one from the other. So designate one as the negative dice and one as the positive dice. Okay. I'm going to use the... I have a clear dice and a not clear dice. I feel like the clear dice should be negative because it's a ghost die. Okay. That works. It is a straight zero, my friend. Uh, what, like, what numbers? I got six and six. Oh, excellent. This is so exciting. So, and one of the things in feng shui is when you roll boxcars, when you roll two sixes, the situation escalates. So you either do really, really well or really, really badly. So, actually, I'm going to ask you for you to roll again, and you're going to... If you have a skill on your character sheet that you think applies to this, like an investigation skill, add it. But roll those two dice, subtract them again. Intrusion. She's got intrusion. Perfect. Yeah. So you're going to sneak in. You know where, like, the meeting room is. You're just trying to sneak in. Okay. So wait. So the intrusion, I haven't, the intrusion is 13. So would I add that or subtract that to whatever I'm rolling? You're going to add that to whatever the end result of the roll is. Okay. It's still positive and negative dice? Yeah. Okay. So my positive die is five, and my negative die is four, and my intrusion is thirteen. So, so you I got have a fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah. Yeah. So you beautifully you sneak in, you the elevator door opens, you go against a wall. There's a it's a beautiful like we get a beautiful stealth sequence where it's all glass doors and somehow you can't see me. Yeah, and like you peering along this perfect. You 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 come along, you look into this meeting room, and you see. The, uh, a group like him, and he's like the worst '80s businessman imaginable. He's Blaine or Blake or whatever from yeah. uh, Pretty in Pink, but grown up. Yeah, exactly that. Or he's a uh, Jason. Oh god, Jason! Shit from CIA. Oh, I don't remember. The guy from Arrested Development was in CIA, and he played like King Douchebag, and it was great. Yeah. So and he's surrounded by like other businessmen, and they're around what looks like, what can oh like a stone tablet. Oh great, that's a, that's bad. And it is dead silent. You see this, and like the the tablet starts to glow. It envelops the screen, and we cut back to sixty nine A.D. Nope, no thank you. Where. <laughs> Uh, we, 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 we get a panning shot over an ancient Chinese temple. Hundred Eyes is walking up. You have received word that there is 
like a dark ritual happening here. Some cultists are summoning a creature of great power to essentially launch a coup. Like, so, so as Lucy Lawless is peering around the corner, we get the same shot of Hundred Eyes, like, getting ready to, to dive in. Oh, yeah. So what, what do you do when you, like, the door peers open and you see a very similar group of, like, these sort of robe-wearing cultists standing around like a pool of water. Wait, so I'm in the past now, and you? Are you're, you no, you're still in the present. We're doing a back and forth. Okay, thing. so you're in the past now. I'm in the yeah. same situation as you, just in the past. Yeah, peering into a room full of villains that are over top of a pool of water. How many uh, would you say are in the room? There's four in the room. And they're all wearing matching, like velvety purple robes. There, the pool of water is about two or three feet in diameter. And it's about, like, a foot off the ground. So it's sort of like a reflecting pool. It's literally the exact same situation, because if their robes are purple, that means they have money. Because purple dye is super hard to come by, especially that long ago. Yes. So, uh, given that no creature has emerged from this pool, I want to creep closer. Okay. And really uh, hear what's happening. Okay. So roll me a skill roll. If you have a skill on your sheet to add to it, otherwise, just give me the number that you roll. Unfortunately, I have no skills on my sheet. Uh, so, one bad die, one good die, correct? Yes. I'm going to make my bad die the mini die, the Pokemon die, and the good one the gold one. So, uh, I've got four on my gold and one on my Pokemon. It leads me to a three. Okay. So, you're sneaking up, and you step on a twig. Oh, no. And it snaps, and their heads snap around, and they see you, and they say, It is too late to stop the reckoning. By dawn, our army, by dawn, our army will be here and be unstoppable. But they say it in subtitles, because we definitely can't understand it. Yeah, oh yeah, it's all subtitled. Everything, that's a good point. Everything is subtitled at this moment. Or poorly dubbed. Right. Or they're just like, or we, it's just they're improbably speaking, like everybody just kind of improbably speaks English and no one. Yeah, or it's in a really heavy accent because they asked the actor to speak English for basically no reason. Right. So, yeah, so I'm going to ask for you to roll initiative as Lucy Lawless in the present continues to like sneak up. In fact, both of you roll initiative, so you're going to roll 1d6. And add the speed value on your character sheet. 1d6 and add the speed value? Yeah. Alright, I rolled a 2 and my speed is 8, so I got 10. Okay. Uh, rolled a 2, speed is 7, so I'm at 9. Alright. They rolled a 6, their speed is 5. So they are going to go first. Who's they? Which they? Both of these fights are happening simultaneously. No, because like, we're going to get transported into each other's timelines. So, in the present... Actually, in the present, they're not acting yet, because they don't know that you're there. So, the mooks in the... Uh, ritualists in the in ancient China are going to make an attack against you. Alright. So, you can choose to passively defend or actively defend. 
passively defend is just is just hoping that you don't get hit. Actively defending is like dodging out of the way. So which would you ra- which would you like to do as they make their attack? Let's uh, let's actively defend. Okay, so you're gonna. What's uh the defense number on your character sheet? Plus three. So I'm at fifteen. So okay. They'll put me at eighteen. All right. Okay, great. So they are going to making it. They're what two of yeah? They're gonna run at you with like knives. They're old box cars, so things are either gonna go really well or really badly. Oh no. Okay. So what actually happened? Like they pull knives and they run at you. Describe how you take out these two these two guys because they they did not succeed and they and they rolled box cars. So I have a staff as a weapon that I'm going to use uh, as a defensive item. The front of my staff is two circular uh, two uh, circular structures that go in different directions. One east-west, uh, you know, just stuck within one another. I use that right. circular uh, device to twist the knives out of their hands. Oh. Okay. Sticking it forward into the knives, twisting it out, and at the same time also breaking the hand that they tried to stab me with. Whoa! That's awesome. So they go down clutching their broken hands. Two of them are just out. We cut back to the... So that was, uh, that was number... That was shot 11. So then we go down to shot 10. That's Lucy. Lucy, what are you doing as you're sneaking up on these these uh, skeevy businessmen looking at this, like, glowing tablet? I think I only have a shotgun. Okay. <laughs> Which I'm not super into right now. I wish I had a handgun. I don't know if that's no. a... Is that a handgun? These are your weapons the same way as mine. I is that a, But I don't know if that's a handgun. A Remington? Yeah. Um... It says it's police issue, so I feel like it would be, but that looks like a shotgun shell for the image. That would be correct, but you also have the baton. But I'm not going to go into a business. I guess I could use the baton. If you don't want to do lethal damage, the baton... No, I do want to do lethal damage, just not with a shotgun. (laughs) That's so loud. Um, She's also good at martial arts, though. She's got a 12 in martial arts for her backup attack. Yeah. So I feel like it's not... I don't have to use the gun immediately. No, no, you are very good. You are very good at throwing punches. Okay, so are they all looking at the tablet? Yeah, yeah, they're looking at the tablet, and as you close in, they're like, it's doing what he said. So are we going to, and Chaz, which you recognize because he's a little bit taller and has bleach blonde hair. The shittiest dude. Right? You see him and he's like, He'll come through. He's just emanating mystical 80s axe body spray. Yeah. That's how you can tell. He's just an aura of douchebaggery that smells like axe body spray. He's got a really hideous double-breasted suit that everybody in the 80s was like, that's pretty With shoulder pads that don't fit, I'm betting. Yep. 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 You you know. You know. (laughs) All right. You know what he looks like. But they're all they're all looking at the center, though. Like, so if I hurt one of them, they the, the opposite person would see. Well, they're sort of arranged in a half circle around the tablet. Okay. Am I behind so, them? Yeah. Yeah, you because you rolled boxcars before, like no one they're so enamored that they that you could basically attack one of attack one of them and like they wouldn't notice. Like you would have that shot where you like drag one of them off into the shadows. You are like super stealth right now. Okay. Um 
Well, I'm not going to get the the main guy. Is there, like, a guy that's, like, that I can tell? Like, is there anybody giving me visual cues that they're clearly the second or third in command? Yes, there is a very, um... There's a guy that's clearly, like, dressed in a suit, but he looks like he's not comfortable in a suit. Like, he's real burly looking, and he's got a cigar... Like, he's clearly a military guy that is like, been brought in for whatever they're doing. Who's clearly the second guy. Okay. I, I'm going to, shit, no, if he's bigger than I am, because Luz Lawless does, is definitely, she's tough, but she's not, like, huge. Um, can I, are any of, do any of them have weapons? No, they're all unarmed. They're all unarmed. Mark. Okay, then I'm gonna make my presence known with my shotgun. Like, I'm just gonna be like, I'm gonna shoot all of you. Okay. I'm gonna, like, backflip over them <laughs> and do a sick flip where I jump and do an enormous amount of flips and land on the other side of the tablet. Clo- as close to the tablet as I can get and okay. point a shotgun at them. That's my ML right now. So you do that, and it looks extremely cool. Good. You You land in front of them... Everybody scatters except for Chaz and the big guy. Okay. All of the other guys scatter. Okay, good. Um, the big guy starts to back up and he's like, we gotta get out of here. And Chaz stands perfectly still and he's like, no, no, it's too late. It's too late. The, uh, the ritual is in motion. And at that moment, how does your allergy manifest? Um, I would say... Her ghost allergy, it's not like a regular allergy to where it's like, oh, she gets a sniffly nose. Like, I would say, like, migraine headaches. Like, okay. sort of like, you know, like when Harry Potter is around Voldemort? Yeah. Like, it's so, not impossible to work through, but it's not comfortable. Okay, so, yeah, so you're doing flips. You As soon as you start to land, you start to see auras. Okay. Like, the light starts to shift. And you see those auras, and you feel, like, the pinching behind your eye. Okay. As soon as you land, and, like, as soon as he says the ritual is in motion, that's when words start echoing and the whole world starts to pound around you. Okay. And that's when you hear the scream from behind you. You turn, and there's an elderly man in, like, a Sifu robe. Or, like, Sifu garb. And he is screaming, and you are enveloped in light. Chaz is enveloped in light, Big Man is enveloped in light, and then we cut back, back. then we cut back to uh, 100 hours. You have two of these knife-wielding guys left. What is, your, what, what, what is your next move? They are, they have drawn machetes, they are ready to fight. The, the pool has started to glow and, like, pulse it. Hmm. Well, I think... In order to get to this pulsating pool, I'm going to have to get rid of uh, the two weapon-wielding robed men we have left. So I think I'm going to uh, actively make a movement towards them to take okay. them out. Okay. Go ahead and describe the attack and then roll your attack roll. Um, as they close in as well. Given that I am uh, a wielder of a staff, I'm going to charge in uh, between the two of them, spinning my staff uh, in a manner that will hit both of them at the same time with the circular end of my weapon, hopefully uh, rendering them unconscious with a strike to the 
With a strike to the domes. Okay. Yeah, roll me that attack. Oh, I got double fives on the die. Okay. So add your martial arts to that. So that's 13. There, that perfectly hits them. So you take out, you take out one of them beautifully. One of them goes down. The pulse, the, the, the reflecting pool is splashing and kicking now, and it is bright white. And, Hunkered Eyes, you hear a scream that you have not heard in many years. You hear the scream of soothing wind, and, that you thought you had vanished to another realm. And the truth is you had. So you're not sure why in your mind you're hearing the scream. There's a flash of light. And, and standing before you, just in front of that reflecting pool, is Lucy Wallace. Lucy, it is now your turn again. So now I'm in the past? Yeah, you are in ancient, you are standing in a temple in ancient China. Shit. The, there is, well, there are three essentially knocked out, uh, guys in purple robes. There's one of them still wielding a knife. He screams for a second in ancient Chinese. Great. And you watch him, and you're very confused, but then eventually his words start to sound like English, and you realize that from whatever magic, you can understand, like, basic, like, like basic... Concepts. Yeah, it's, like, tra- your mind is translating it. There's something in the air that is translating this for you. Okay. So... So what is your, what is your first move now that you've shown up in this... Um, I put my shotgun back on my back because I, if I'm going to be back in time, I don't want to run out of bullets against whatever fucking crazy shit is going down. Nobody here has weapons that seem like they could really hurt me. Like, I mean, knives and shit, but like, I don't, I don't have like, there's no reason for me to use a gun in this situation. Sure. So I get out my baton and I guess I'm just standing off with probably hundred eyes and whoever the fuck else is still standing. Okay. Yeah, so there's one guy in a row. He's going to see you. He sees you standing off, and he stops and waits for a moment as though he knows that it's going to take a moment for his words to, like, un- to connect with you. Mm-hmm. Stand silent for a moment, and he says, Did soothing wind descend you? And I'm like, nah, bruh. Nope. And, and at that moment, he is going to run at you with no, thank you. Okay, I'm gonna do the baton at him. Alright, so he rolled very badly. Not super bad. He didn't roll great. Does a. A 9 doesn't hit anything. Correct? I don't know. What? What's your defense? What's the defense on your character? 14. Yeah, so he runs at you. You capably dodge him because you were expecting one. Okay, okay, okay. You're able to easily dodge him. How do you respond? him to the face. Alright, roll me uh, an attack roll, which is positive minus thing with dice. Okay. Plus your muscle. I got a 1 and a 1, so a 0. My martial arts is 12. Okay. You, you, you take aim and you swing, but he, uh, he matrixes backwards and, like, dodges it. He goes swooshing over its head. Damn it. We can now go back to Hundred Eyes. You're standing in this, your ears. The temple has just made this woman appear in front of you. She is dressed strange. 
She is wielding some sort of... She's wielding a club and some sort of strange ranged weapon that you've never seen before. The cultist seems to... does seems to want her dead. What do you do? Well, given that she clearly looks nothing like anybody from our time, I have to question her first. And since I would I imagine my... what I imagine to be the voice of my Sifu, I can only assume that she in some way is connected to him. So I'm going to immediately question who she is and oh, why she's here. Are there still dudes running at you? No, we not. You're not that the last one. Okay. No, there's one dude. There's one dude left standing. Yeah, there's still a guy. You oh, should right. fight that guy. You dodged. Yeah, I'm going to go after him. Uh, in a similar manner that I uh, took out the uh, previous uh, robed villain. All right. So roll me that martial arts. Uh, hoping that, too, at the same time, my attack knocks him into, or at least towards, the, uh, structure of water that is around him. Yeah. Yeah, alright. Um, if you roll four or five, if you roll, if you get a total of at least, let me see which one, 17, you can not, you can take out the reflecting pool as well as him. If you get a 13, you take him out. Rolling, uh... One or two? Uh, one, two dice, one minus the other. And your martial arts. Ah. Got double threes. Uh, I'm at 13. Okay, so you take him out. The reflecting pool still stands, but the combat is over. We get like a panning shot, a circular panning shot of these four guys all knocked out. Lucy Lawless is standing between, standing like facing hundred eyes. The reflecting pool is starting to die down as the ritual has ended. So, but the last thing that you see is you see in the reflecting pool three figures. Lucy, you immediately recognize two of them as Chaz and that big guy whose name you probably heard was named Rock. That's a big guy in the 80s name. Mm-hmm. Or Rex. Yeah, Rex. Yeah, it's Rex. So it's Rex and Chaz. You, you see that. And Hundred Eyes, you see the third figure that you immediately recognize as Soothing Wind. Wait, so they're they're in the same room as us, or they're in the no, pool? You, you see them in the you see them like you see the image of them in the pool. Okay. They're facing Chaz and Rex are now facing Soothing Wind, and then their image disappears. You hear them say, "We move at dawn," and that's the last thing that comes out of that pool is those words. Oh um, no. I don't like that. I don't like it when things aren't mine going my way. They turn the tables on you. So anyway, so you see the portal closes, and the two of you are face to face with each other. You can understand one another as you speak to each other, but you know that come dawn, Soothing Wind and Chaz and Rex are going to be leading something on this temple. That's not, that's no good. I don't like it. Because if the ex-military dude is with them, then he's definitely got, like, fucking ghost tanks and shit. By the way, Ghost Tank is a show I would watch. I would watch uh, Ghost Tank. There's a, I mean, there's a comic about a ghost tank. What? Yeah, it's called Haunted Tank. Hey, a, um, a Confederate colonel or something embodies a tank in World War II and, like, fights Nazis. It's, cause it's fat, like, it's amazing. Jesus. We live in the future. Yep. <laughs> the future is now. 
All right, so what do you want to do, Bay? Oof. We, I mean, we don't know anything about this ceremony. Like, we don't know how to open the thing again. All those dudes are No, but I also out. don't know who you are and what you know. So I think you need to tell me. If it hasn't already been assumed that she's informing me, inform me what you know. I just tell you everything you know I what know. Tone, you know. You know about the stone tablet. I have, I mean, I don't know what it does. I just know that it exists. I know that there were a bunch of dudes in a conference room. There was a guy that I was trying to kill because he's king bad guy and also just a mega douche. And I stumbled upon this ceremony that was super weird. And then now I'm back in time. And also, I'm allergic to ghosts, and your ghost buddy is in there now. Uh, so we're in the temple, and I need to find out why Hundred Eyes, why I'm not, why I heard uh, my Sifu's voice, and why I saw him through the portal. Because yes. he's supposed to be like super dead, right? Yeah, he's supposed to be super dead. Yes. So I say we scavenge, we uh, rummage through the rest of the temple, finding like scrolls uh, and shit. Good plan. Somebody that may know something or an item that may help us figure out. Why this is happening. Are you of a level where you could read whatever ancient texts are in I'm this? I'm an exorcist monk. I know, but, like, do you... Are... This temple that you're in, like, do you know these dudes? Or are you... Are you, like, in the same exact situation where I am? Where you're, like, an innocent bystander who is also into ghosts and shit? No, but, like, I'm an exorcist monk that's been trained since birth to fight you, this specifically. Yeah. Okay. Paradise has been, like, was tasked by the Empress... To come and, like, reclaim this temple. Okay, so he, like, knows how to read the stuff that's here. Yeah, so okay. I'm going to ask for a skill roll from Hundred Eyes. Meanwhile, uh, a skill roll just using a basic skill of seven. So make me a skill roll, Hundred Eyes. Meanwhile, Lucy, what are you What are you doing to, as he is, like, studying these things? Um, I'm going to see if there's any, like, interesting markings on the pool. Like, if there's okay. anything, like... Because she's, she's got a, a detective skill of 12, so she clearly has, like, decent yeah. um, observation capabilities. So I'm going to look around the actual specific area that we're in to see if there's any sort of, like, um, markings or, like, a calendar on there that would say how sure. long it is or something like that. Sure, sure, sure. So make me a detective roll. Meanwhile, 100 Eyes, what did you roll for your skill roll? Two. Two? So you got a nine. So... Yeah. Do I, is this detective roll? Do I do the positive negative dice again? Yes. Okay. Oh, and the one thing I should specify that we have is that I forgot, completely forgot. If you roll a six at any point, roll that dice again and add it to the total of that one dice. Okay. Six is always explosive. Okay. Um, something I do want to ask is one of my abilities, Shred the False Veil, if I damage an opponent in this kind of situation that may be shreel, uh, uh, that may be shredded in uh, magic or sorcery or so on, uh, they automatically reveal their true forms. So did any of the uh, robed figures that I defeated, did they change form? Uh, um, they did not. Okay, so they are human. Yeah, they are human, but um, so when you struck the last one, a ch- like a piece of your energy struck the reflecting pool, and that is why the magic sort of dissipated from it. You banished that magical energy to the spirit realm. Okay. Rendering it just a basic pool. So whatever, so however they transported things through this portal, at least that portal is closed. Okay. Great. Um, I got a negative two on my roll. 
So okay. my detective was ten. Okay. Yeah. So hundred eyes. So you find a little bit of information. You know that like this was just a very prosperous temple to the like this was a very prosperous temp- temple that a lot of people came to, and that a lot of people it instilled a sense of loyalty in the empress. In the population, you know what I mean? Like, it was sort of a, a sacred site. Absolutely. But, that, but as for, like, but that's really you know, all you've been able to get. Lucy, however, turns... Okay, yeah, there's a great sequence where there's, like, a sacred pot or something. Like, just something on, like, a pedestal that is sacred. Lucy start like, moves it. And we get a shot of Hundred Eyes, like, freaking out. But underneath it, there is hidden a 1987 Chevrolet calendar. Okay. So you open the calendar, like you flip through the calendar, and we'll say it is July 19th. Okay. Midsummer. You can see that, like, closing in on July 19th or July 20th, there were notes of, like, gun orders. There were, like, Shipment scheduled to arrive, like gun testing at the firing range, stuff like that. And then on July 19th, it says, like, ritual. And on July 20th, it says, like, Operation Take Back is circled on the 20th. No, thank you. <laughs> I don't. This is, this is exactly what I thought it was. It's that they're, you're. Your evil cult guys went to the future and were like, we need your future weapons to murder a bunch of people. And it's right. It seems that is precisely what is happening. Oh no. <laughs> um, shit. Okay, I didn't find anything aside from that. No, that's what you found. You know what they... So you know what they have and, like, when they're planning on showing up at the temple. And I, I will say the other thing you found is a fuzzy Polaroid. So, like, a staticky Polaroid that is the same man in a seafood robe that you saw in the pool and whose scream sort of dragged you back in time. So there's, like, photographic evidence that what, that part of this plan was making contact with this spirit. Okay, what do you want to do? Because I don't know what to do. Well, we need to figure out where these weapons are that exist in this time. No, they're in the future. They're coming back from the future with the weapons yes, through the portal. We need to find out where they plan on going and who exactly that ordered them. Unfortunately... We know exactly who ordered them. We don't? Not from our time. Not from your time, yeah. We know who ordered them from the future. But they're the, 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 the purple robe guys is who, who got it. Not the purple robe guys. The guys that are in control of the purple robe guys. Okay. And lucky Hundred, for us... Hundred guys, make me another skill roll. Make me, make me know, like, as you look at these purple robes. And two of them are still awake. Because we've only knocked out two, and two yes. of them just have broken hands. Two die, one die. Two die. Five and a four. Uh, so one. Eight. Yeah. So the one thing that you see as you're as you're you're looking at and interrogating these two other guys, one of them has on actually both of them on their robe. You didn't see it before because you were in the heat of combat. There's a like a a crest or a symbol on their robe like a clan crest that causes you to pause in your tracks. That's the same clan that you, that 
soothing wind was from. So clearly, it was soothing wind that has arranged all of He's super dead and also in the future. He's undead in the future, so there's no way we can get to that guy and hurt him. So we have to do something from here now. Uh, we can, because if Soothing Wind's clan opened up one portal before, they could do it again. But so, we just took all their hands away. No, we didn't. They have a clan base a of sorts, that we, a temple that they should be residing, that I think we need to go to. Okay. Is that the plan? Is that the plan? I say that's the plan. I feel like I guess we're doing what you do, because I have no idea what to do. I'm from the future, and I don't know about any of this magic shit, and I'm probably also having an allergic reaction to basically everything that's happening right now. I'd say, uh, upon uh, leaving, though, uh, as uh, if we're going to make this decision, we take the robes of the gentleman that are there and knocked out with us. It's not a bad idea. Hmm. Okay, fine. We'll do your thing. Deal. Okay. So we get one of those great, like, arming up montages. Mm-hmm. Like the like the vampire style, like, suiting up. Can it be to Wu-Tang Clan? Yeah. Okay, oh, cool. Yeah. Some great, some great, uh, RZA style, like, Wu-Tang Clan with, the uh, like, Kill Bill style stuff. Nice. Yeah, you're suiting up, you're putting on these robes, you head out by cover of Nightfall. We get a shot of you, right, of, like, the two of you on, we'll say one of horse, because that's a cool visual. <laughs> am I in the back or in the front? Am I riding the, am I the one directing the horse, or am I the, just a, am I the one, am I riding bitch? That's up to you. I feel like I'm the one, I feel like I'm riding bitch because uh, I'm from the future. I feel future. like you are, yes, and I would know how to ride a horse. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Motorcycle, different cir- circumstances. Yes. My Lucy Lawless definitely knows how to ride a motorcycle. Well, it might need to be a scene later where it's flipped. Yeah. Uh, yes, obviously. <laughs> so we get a shot of the two of you riding my horse, and a caption pops up on the bottom of the screen, and it's like... And it says, it says, like, where you are, and then underneath it, it says, like, eight hours until dawn. No, that's so close. How long? It takes forever to do everything in the past. It does. We have to ride a horse. You come upon this, uh, and it, there's a montage where, like, it's raining, and you have to, like, hide under a tree for a little bit. And Stephen Colbert is there. Yeah, it's like a whole montage. And we get a shot of Soothing Wind's family, like, home. Like, his home, like, castle, I guess is the word I'm looking for. We get we get a shot uh, like a big shot of that, and we see the two of you ride up or ride up to it, and you're a little ways away. It has shifted from dark of night to twilight. The caption then pops back up three hours until dawn, or like even better, one hour until dawn. No, we're gonna make this real tense. <laughs> so what do you do as you close in on this on this compound? Well. We'd have, if we stayed and fought our way through, it would take us a lot longer to get to where we need to be on the inside. So under the cover of the robes that we took from our defeated victims earlier, we walk in, attempt at least to walk in through the front door as if we were, or through the front gates, they wouldn't have a door. Through the front gates, uh, attempting to disguise ourselves as members of the temple. It shouldn't be hard for you because you've been studying this dude forever. Like, you probably are 
just want to, you can, like, bullshit your way, but I'm from the past, or free, from the future, and I can't yes. do shit. Yeah, so as long as Actually, she I'm stays quiet. I'm not going to ask for a roll from Hunger Eyes, but I will ask for an intrusion roll from Lucy. Okay, my intrusion is 13. Yeah, so give me a roll at plus minus. Women. I'm sorry if I have to shoot all your old friends. <laughs> I prefer you baton them. <laughs> um... Positive five, negative two, so three, so I got a 16 for intrusion. Okay, so what I'm going to ask of you is there's there's a seat, there's a moment where a guy comes up to you and is like, weren't the two of you meant to be at the t- at the, the Empress's temple? And Hundred Eyes says the per- like just the right thing. Or even better, Lucy, Lucy mentions something. That she saw when she was investigating. That's just the right thing to like let them. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to ask you for for what other benefit do you want on top of like sneaking the two of you sneaking through unscathed? Um, because you rolled so well. Like what else? What advantage? What advantage do you get? Like every classic villain, they they reveal to us. Uh, where exactly uh, things are going down, because that's what villains do. Yeah, they talk about exactly where things are happening. So, yeah. So you say just the right thing. He lets you, he, like, waves you by, and he's like, come. Come, the masters are giving their, are giving their speech. They're, they're, they're prepping us for battle. They take you to this big central meeting area. There's a flashback, see, there's a brief, Flashback. Hundred Eyes, you've been here before. This is where Seafood trained you in martial combat. So we get a brief flashback of the two of you fighting with, like, staffs. I'm miming fighting with staffs. Yeah, he's miming. He's also miming. (laughs) So, he, this area, Lucy, you see Chaz is there, and Rex is there. Nah, bro. As well as about four well-armed person with, like, AK-47's camo gear. Rex has changed into, like, a like a tactical vest with no shirt on underneath. Of course. And, like, the army hat. Great. He's dressed up like, um... But still wearing dress pants, right? Yeah. So he's dressed up like, um... What's his name? Gunpo from G.I. Joe. <laughs> and he's standing there and Chaz is next to him, and Chaz is like, you may not know me, but I know that you know Shallow Wind, and I know that you miss him, and I know that that with him, with his leadership, we will take this land by force. With my help, we will reclaim that temple. We will summon your master from the spirit realm, and we will lead our land to a military victory. Who is with me? And all of the men in robes, like, raise their hands and they start cheering. What do we do? I don't like our odds. I just have a shotgun. And you have a airbender staff. I think that I have a movement called, uh, how would you say that? Prodigious? Prodigious. Prodigious. Leap. Thank you. Uh, I think I've got one chance here. And, uh, with a nod towards uh, Lucy Lawless, I make my leap. Okay. I like this. Where are you leaping? Um, I can make a vertical or horizontal leap, diagonal leap, if you're 
up to 14 centimeters, depending on how far away, depending on how far away he is. Um, would you say, while Lucy Lawless and I are in the crowd, that he is more than 14 meters away from me? You can, you can definitely reach him with that. Who, Rex or the guy who's Chaz. talking or Chaz? Chaz is a little bit in front of everybody else, so you can reach Chaz with that. All right. Uh, I'm going to make a leap towards Chaz. As now, now's the time to make this, uh, to make the attack. Okay. We're going to get our asses handed to us, just so you know. Everybody. There's six dudes with AK-47s. You're not going to be able to matrix dodge all those bullets. Oh, that's what you think. I've got the power of magic. Everybody roll me initiative, which is 1d6 plus your speed. My full thing is 12. My speed is 8, and I got a 4. I got a 6, so I'm rolling again. Oh, no, this does not all right. So you got 13. So I'm at 13. Okay. You leap at Chaz. I'm going to say the first thing that happens is you, like, kick him, and he, like, flies backwards and he's out. Chaz is done. <laughs> yeah. Is he not a fighter? He's, he's just a little douche. No, that's what Rex is for. Yeah. So, Rex, like, all grabs his rifle and ready to run. So we'll start at the top of the, sh- of the initiative order. At 13 is 100 odds. And I'm going to explain a little bit of how, like, actions work, and then I'll just sort of guide the show. The way it's modeled after action movies, so there are shots. Every shot, and it's like a fighting sequence. The way that they describe it in the book is about as long as the hallway fight in, or the warehouse battle in Park. Okay. It's about as long as a sequence. Um, it's, so, and every time you do an action, it subtracts usually three shots from your total, and you'll keep going again until we hit zero, and then we start a new sequence. Usually, stakes change in some ways at the top of this. First person to go up is 100 odds. What do you do? You've taken out, you've taken out Chaz. Chaz. Rex and his four guys, Rex and his three guys are around you, right? Uh, I feel like I want to go after Rex. And allow Lucy to go after the others, since her martial arts, uh, with guns and her backup attack being martial arts, are higher than mine. She's got more weapons, and okay. group combat would be better suited for her. She's clearly more of a badass than I am. I'm gonna go get my other drink, I'll be right back. Uh, and I think, uh, I'm going to make my first attempt towards, um, uh, Rex. But I'm not going to so much take a, uh, I'm going to play more of a defensive attack than, okay. than I am a actual full-on attack, if you understand what I mean by that. Yes, yes. I'm like, using my staff, I'm going to attempt in some way if, uh, if I have some sort of power and or magical, uh, um, presence about me to go for his his weapon, not him. Okay, that makes sense. Yes, yeah, so you're going to disarm him. Yes. So what I'll say is that if you succeed at the attack by more than four, you'll do damage and disarm him. Okay. Am I rolling? Yes. One or two? Two. two. So, got a six and a four. Six being my positive die. Great. So what was your total attack? So I'm, I'm re-rolling on the six? Yes. Another six. Keep rerolling. Jesus, you're murdering these and dudes. And a five. Okay. So 
add, add all of that together. That's 12. That's 17 minus 4 would be 13. Plus 13, Plus though. 13, so that would be 26. 26. 26. I don't know what happens when you do what, like, I have to remember... I'm pretty sure you did just dodge all the bullets yes. from those machine guns. Okay, so you're going to add... You got 26... Is yeah, but it's a martial arts movie, so they're not actually using the guns. Right, they're not using the guns, right? Okay, so his defense is thirteen. So you deal thirteen. What's your uh? What's it? What does it say? Your weapon's damage is. My staff is at a nine seven. Nine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you're gonna deal him seventeen wounds. Rex is looking back. You just knocked him to about half health in a single. It's not looking great. Use your ghost powers. Uh, uh, can't see me, Rex. It is now Lucy's turn. You just gave him an attitude adjustment. Um, so I'm against up like five dudes with guns. Then you piece of shit. You're welcome. Well, at the moment they're all they don't they don't see you. They're all yeah. pointing their guns at hundred eyes because he has made himself known. Right. I'm still in the crowd. There's, and there are, there's Rex, and there's three guys behind him with, like, eight kids. So there's four guys total. Are they facing away from me? Yes. So their backs are to the crowd right now? Yes. And is anybody in the crowd going to their aid? Um, they are scrambling because, yeah, I'm gonna say they're scrambling, but it's such a chaotic scene that not really. Okay. Like, they were not anticipating a fight, so it's just chaos. Okay. Some people are probably running up, but at the moment, no. I guess it's. I guess I'm going to draw my shotgun. Okay. Am I close enough to hit any of those three guys with a shotgun? Yes, you can run up. You can, like, move in and, sh- and take a shotgun. Okay, so I have this thing called Fast Draw. Right. That says, add plus two to my initiative result. Your first action of the sequence must use guns. So that's what I'm doing right now. Um, I think and you also have one of your other abilities I should ask you is, who is your main target here? Who is your quarry? I'm guessing Re- no, because got Rex. you've got Rex. I guess Chaz. Chaz is down. Chaz is down. Well, Rex is probably the one you want to observe. Okay. Yeah. Because if okay. he's the main dude, then yeah. Yeah, so for this fight, you're going to want... Yeah. Okay. That's just gonna because you're gonna do extra damage. Yeah, I do extra damage to him because he's main bad guy. Um, yeah. So I, I also because it's my signature weapon. Because my signature weapon, yeah. Who's who's apparently her name is Lucille. So I named my gun after myself. Um, I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. Well, because it says your favorite shotgun, Lucille, a Remington eighteen eight seventy police with a notch on the stock for each successful capture. So like that's. I named my gun after myself, apparently. Um, plus three damage when you make attacks to it. We make, make attacks with it. So I would get like a pu- plus five originally. Yeah, so, um, so when you if you, so uh, when you deal damage instead of dealing sixteen, you're going to deal nineteen damage plus uh, the results of your roll. Okay, so then I'm just going to shoot at those dudes okay. like indeterminately. Whichever one is the closest to me, I will shoot at them until they are gone. And done. Sure, sure, sure. So make me that attack roll. That's going to be two dice, one minus the other, plus your gun stat. Okay. So my gun stat is 13. I rolled a six negative and a five positive. Okay, Ooh. so 12 total. 
You're shooting at the moons. Uh, yeah, you take one down. Okay, cool beans. But now they all know I'm around. Yeah, one of the guys goes down. Um, so I guess they're all like, but I'm still cloaked in the crowd. Like, I just immediately put my gun down. Like, I shoot one and I, so I don't, so they can't tell where it's coming from. Is that possible? Yeah, make me an intrusion roll. My intrusion is also 13. I got a zero, two and two. Okay. Uh, we roll for them. They, yeah, you you do that. You drop back into the chaos, like the chaos around you. And they're like, one of them's down. Rex is like, there's somebody in the crowd. <laughs> but they can't tell who it is. Yeah. So it is now Rex's turn. He is going to, because you're still hidden, he's going to take aim at Mm-mm. Can you dodge many bullets, friend? He opens fire. He opens fire with his machine gun. Uh, he gets. What? Uh, what's your defense, Hunter Dice? My defense is fifteen. Yeah, he is spraying wild. He is, he is so mad that there's somebody in the crowd that he's just spraying wild. Describe how you dodge. It. Describe how cool you dodge. <laughs> Uh, using the power of magic along with my clearly skillful martial arts, I take my staff and spin it in a circle, throwing it forward and dodging side by side with it at the same time. So the staff is spinning alongside of me as I'm dodging forward. So, like, the, the staff is, like, absorbing the bullets? Attempting to block bullets. That's so cool, though. Yeah, that's exactly And also, I'm imagining that it's in slow motion where you just hear the effects of the body. Like, there's no soundtrack going on. Like, it's yeah. just slow motion, and you just hear the whoosh of your robes and, like, the of the slow motion staff. Yeah. That's exactly what happens. And, like, the bullets just go wild. The bullets are, like, bouncing off of the staff. There's some cool magic going on. It's awesome. So now it is Hundred Eyes' turn. And I'm sure those bullets are just taking out all the dudes in the crowd. Like, because they're bouncing somewhere and they go into people and they're killing all these people in front of me. Exactly what we'll say. They're not not necessarily killing them because we want to keep that PG-13 rating. Yeah. (laughs) So they're like... They just get... The bullets get enveloped into their robes. You don't see any blood, but they go down. Yeah. It is now Hundred Eyes' turn. They have squib packs, but they don't have blood in them. It's just the explosion of the bullet. Yep. So. What's your next move as he is opening fire on you? Can you take his gun? You should take his gun. Uh, you I should f- get a gun for me. You should give me one of their high-powered guns. Uh, How close are you to them? I've dodged away, so I'm imagining I'm close enough that he can still shoot at me and see me. Um, but you're also close enough that you can close in and, like, attack him hand-to-hand, or staff Because if you uh, use your, um, your staff with the two loops on it to get the gun and shoot it towards me, that would be ideal. Let's, let's do this. Uh, I will, uh, continue towards the, um, the minions of, uh, of Rex. Two of which are still standing. Um, right. And and they're not looking at you either. They're looking in the crowd for who could have shot them. The yeah, they're looking for Lucy. 
hoping that uh, I can use one of them as a shield and the other one to uh, send a... No, no, I don't want to do that. You have a weapon already. You have a shotgun that would be better than their AK-47s. And I say that because you're a master of the shotgun. It's your favorite gun. I like Lucy wouldn't want another gun other than her favorite. She would want both. She'd be shotgun in one hand and AK-47 in the other. That's pretty cool. Um, and then she could do extreme damage with a shotgun, but also do like surplus, like just waving. Are you just killing people? And just killing monks? Uh, just uh, or yeah, rogue figures just to murder them? No, just You're to such get a them vicious, to, to get so them, vicious, Lucy Lawless. Just to stop them from getting at you, dude. So vicious. I thought I was the wild card here. Also, she's probably this entire time has like a crazy, like she can't see super well because she's in like the past surrounded by magic. Like, well, at the moment, your your ghost allergy is not affected. Like, there's no ghosts in the area, so you're like you're good for now. <laughs> no I feel like that's gonna change really soon. <laughs> So, I feel like we're on borrowed time as far as how long I have the ability to effectively shoot people with a shotgun. I feel like giving me something that will just spray a lot of bullets is going to be beneficial once the ghosts show up. In true magic, in true movie tradition, I'm going after the minions first and leaving Rex for last. Sure, that makes sense. Uh, so I'm it gonna... doesn't at all, actually, <laughs> but it's what movies do, so. It's what movies do, though. <laughs> Uh, so I'm gonna. It makes the most movie sense. And Rex will just wait with his machine gun while you do that because movies. Yeah. So I'm going after the minions here, seeing that I've done damage to Rex and he's just going crazy. Uh, and going into hand-to-hand combat with uh, um, the two minions that are left, while my staff is still protecting me. Right. Um. So I will attempt to either take one out and disarm the other, or, uh, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I see, yeah, yeah, make me that attack. Oh, oof, oh boy. Uh, five negative and two positive, so I'm at negative three. <laughs> Uh, added on to my martial arts, which is 13. So I'm at 10. So... So you said you're at 10 total? Yes. Okay. Yeah, you start to go do that, and they turn their guns on you, so you have to, like, martial art dodge instead of landing your attack. Okay. But you land on your feet, like, in front of them, and they have... The two guys have guns pointed at you. Lucy... Rex is standing there, like, trying, looking through the crowd, trying to find you. No one knows where you are. There are two guys with guns pointing at hundred eyes. Um, Rex doesn't know where I am, though, right? He's got no idea. Okay, so, there are two guys with guns. Is there any possible way for me to get low and go through the crowd so that they can't, because it's just chaos still, right? People are just running around like crazy. Is it, could I... Presumably, like telescoping baton these dudes to the ankles and just drop them. Yes, make me that attack roll, and then we'll do the same thing we did last round. Where I'm gonna have you roll uh, an intrusion check to like stay low. Okay. So my attack, attack would it be in a martial arts attack or would it be against my weapon? Uh, martial arts. Okay. 
I got a positive six and a negative six. Okay, so roll again. Do I roll the six again or roll everything again? Roll everything again and just whatever the result is, you're gonna it's gonna be amplified. I got a negative six and a positive four. Oof. Okay. So you're Okay. Yeah. So what happens? Three and eleven. Is you uh, grab like you club one of them. But what happens is the other leg kicks back. No. And like kicks you like in the face. No. So, uh, so My mullet didn't protect up. me from this. You stand up, your nose is bloody, and Rex has an eye on you. And because you rolled box cars and it's amplified, I'm gonna give him an attack on you right now. No, boo. Damn it, I'm sorry, hundred eyes. Alright. Does a what does his attack? Does a fifteen match or exceed your defense? Ooh. My my defense is fourteen. Okay. So take an uptake damage equal to one so fifteen fifteen minus your toughness. Whatever your toughness is on your sheet. Seven. So take eight damage. Take eight wounds. Because this is a martial arts movie, wounds are just gonna pile up and they don't affect anything until you get to about 35. 25. So do I mark from 8 or do I mark from 60? Uh, mark from 8. So we mark from mark 1 to 8 under the under wound points chart. And now it is. The moots are going to take fire. I can't believe it took this long for me to take any damage. 100 eyes does a 15. No, no, no. No, does a 10 hit your defense? I don't believe it does. His defense is 15. Yeah, my defense is yeah. 15. Yes. Okay, yeah. So you are beautifully martial arts dodging these bolts. Uh, and that puts it at, They both open fire on you. They both miss. That puts it at Rex's turn. He's going to keep opening fire. On the scene. He rolls a negative. He rolls a positive 4. And a negative 16. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you take his gun. You take his gun from him. That's what happens there. Because he rolls a way awful failure. So, Lucy, you describe how you grab his gun from him. Um. So, so it's an AK. No, it's a yeah. machine gun. He. That's, that's an AK, isn't it? No, machine. Machine got like a machine gun. Okay. So I use. My baton to like get up behind it and yank it out of his hands. Okay, perfect. It flies up and it lands perfectly in your hands. It is a real nice gun. And that is his turn. Bungled his turn. It is now 100 Eyes' turn. Rex has no weapon, but he's still standing up. He's still looking good. And there's still two guys with guns front. Uh,. I'm gonna leave Rex to Lucy Lawless because she's got the fuck the big old gun. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm, I have my I have my uh, I have my gun. I named after myself in my left hand because I'm so good with my left hand at this point because I just dual wielding. I have my shotgun in my left hand and my uh, new AK-47 in my right. So what I'm gonna do here is I'm gonna go for my staff. Which was protecting me from the spray of bullets that I no longer need to protect me from that. I'm going to take it and go for a sweeping attack with my staff on these two jabronis. And if you 
can imagine what uh, Bruce Lee does when he steps on his opponent after defeating them and knocking them down. I'm going to try to go for the same, but with my okay. staff. Like okay. sweep and chest. Well, one of them is, I did hit one of them. Didn't I? Yeah. One well, of them is again, down. So he's like, he's regaining his footing. Yes. Okay. So make me that attack roll and try to take the two of them. If you roll a 13 total, you will not one not the 17 will not go through. Alright, here it is. Oh, yes. So I've got a 6 on the positive, I'm re rolling. So that's 8 minus 1 is 7, plus my martial arts is at 13. Um, am I, uh, this is a staff or my martial arts? Uh, this is going to just be your martial arts because these guys are moots and they just go down. Alright, so 13 plus 7 would be 19. I'm sorry, uh, 20. 20. You take both of them out. You beautifully take out both of the guys. And I cave in their chest with my staff and spin it with a wah! Like, you know, like Bruce Lee would do. Yeah. Lucy, it is your turn. You've got guns in both hands. Rex is unarmed. The mooks are down. Um, I, uh, I question Rex. Okay. I stop in the middle of a fight, and I point both of my guns at him, and I ask him what's going to happen. Okay. Yeah. So in that case, we will end the fight. Where are we at? Yeah. We're going to end the fight, and we're going to kick off the final battle. He puts up his hands. Chaz, he puts up his hands. He's like, "I'm. Uh, this is just my job. I, I do not want to die here. You let me go. I will tell you everything I know." Okay. I mean, I'm not going to let him go. I'm going to still keep pointing guns at him. But yeah, you're not going to yeah. die today. Just tell me what you need to know. So when he I tells him. you. He explains that Chaz, his boss, my boss, Chaz, was. He says he has some sort of, like, religious experience or something. Like, he was approached by some ghost or something. And he said that, like, if we went through this portal and we captured this temple, that he would bring forth people from the spirit world, like, other ghosts or shit, whatever, I don't know. And that they would help, you know, like, take over New York. Why? Because it's cool to own things, I guess. <laughs> He said that he, if he could, if they could retake that temple, that he could exit the spirit realm and then exert his power over his time, and then we would be able to use his power in our time. It was like a mutually beneficial fit. Okay. Um. It's the story of the Assyrian portal. How do we stop it? Can we stop it? That is when you hear Chaz say, Nope. <laughs> and standing behind <laughs> nope. you, he has like cracked. He has, like, a scroll that he, like, he's unfurled, and his body is consumed, like, you see Soothing Wind's spirit form emerge and, like, fly into Chaz. He starts to scream in agony, but his body is overtaken, and he's possessed by this ghost. Which means, instantly, I'm fucked, because now there's a human being that has a ghost in them. So now the two of you are staring down this, uh, Sifu spirit, Soothing Wind. And this and uh, roll me your initiative for the final battle. Is that two or one? Uh, this will be two. No, this is one. This is one. For just Lucy? Both no, of both of us. Oh. He's got a six. Okay. I have a five. 
So add that to your speed and tell me where you start in the initiative. I'm 13. I'm at 13. 13. Okay. Um, Lucy, you are up first. You've got the guns pointed at Chaz. His body, Rex, is running off. There's a portal behind Chaz that you can see some of New York. There's a portal there. Okay. Um, fuck. Okay. So I'm doing my best to shoot at him, but also make him go away from the portal. Okay. Make me an attack roll. That's the two of them. um, Yeah, make me an attack. With guns? Is my gun attack? Okay. And because he's the only person in this fight, he'll automatically be your quarry, so you get plus an extra two. Okay. Man, a douchebag consumed by the power of an ancient monk is, like, the worst enemy possible. Because you have all the righteousness of of shitty white guy, white privilege, but also he's the power of an ancient monk. This is the worst. Yeah, it's really the worst person to end up with his power. I did the thing again where I rolled a negative two. Shit. Okay, so your total is... Eleven. Well, plus two for stories. Right. Plus the two for, um, it's my signature weapon. Or yes. just this plus three damage. Plus your, um, well, plus, your, plus two for your... Initiative, yeah. 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 So, so it's 15. Yeah, you, actually, you, you perfectly hit it. I'm gonna say you're dealing, uh, 19 damage because of the shotgun. It is now 100 eyes turn. Did I get him away from the portal at all? Um, no. He is, like absorbing these bullets, like, you can see him reacting to them, so you're wearing him down, but also, like, the bullets are, are, like, puncturing him, but he's not, like, reacting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, damn you, Chaz. So, uh, my balance bringer power adds two martial arts to toughness to me when I'm fighting a foe with sorcery or creature power attack, so would you consider this sorcery? Yes, this is absolutely sorcery. All right, great. I'm One of the things I like about Feng Shui is that all of, is that like all uh, every type of thing like sorcery is is I guess a skill you would call it, but it's just an attack. <laughs> so yeah, this is a sorcery monster. So I think first things first, and uh, I don't want anything to happen to the portal because if we close the portal, you won't get home. Mm-hmm. But I do think keeping Chaz away from it is while he's possessed with this power is the right thing to do. Um, unless I want to go to the future with you. That's your own decision. Knock him into the future. Not banish him to New York. No, we don't need we don't need a fucking mystical douchebag in New York City. We have enough regular douchebags. Um, knowing that my staff uh has its own magical power to maybe counterbalance Chaz. Um, and soothing Wind's here. Soothing Wind is inside yeah. of Chaz? Well, what, why don't you just do whatever you did before to banish into the spirit realm? No, you don't want Chaz. You want Chaz because that's your bounty. So yeah, I would like- ra- honestly, I would rather not die. I would rather not die and be stuck in the past. So at this point, like, there right. are other bounties. Also, this is a movie, we resolve it by Chaz also getting 
de-exercised. If you banish that dude the spirit realm, if you banish your guy, you separate have to see separate them. I feel like you would be banishing his spirit because he's not a sen- he's not like a living being anymore. He's just a ghost. That's why I'm allergic. I'm to I'm not going to kill Chaz. I'm doing everything I can to keep Chaz alive. I'm not saying still. you should kill him. I should say I said you should. I'm going keep him uh, separated. You got to keep him separated. So go ahead and make your attack roll against uh, Chaz. Yes. Go for Chaz, but not for a killing blow of sure. sorts. I just gotta knock the evil out of the bed. Well, uh, your ability to spread the false veil will actually knock the ghost out of him. Absolutely. And then you have to 100% deal with that ghost because Lucy Lawless can't. She can't fuck with that. Um, so, two positive, one negative. I'm at, uh, plus one on my martial arts, which has got an additional two, so I guess that's three. So it's a 16. Great. You hit him. You strike him with the staff. He coughs, and soothing wind, <laughs> like, crawls out of his mouth. It was a real Cronenberg-type situation. Ugh. Like, Gross. and, like, the ghost, like, crawls out of him. Chaz falls backwards. He faints. He's out. Like, he's unconscious. Because he's, he ain't shit. He ain't he shit. And the ghost is now standing before you. You've dealt him ten damage. So he's at about he's looking about half dead. Well, all dead, but half knocked out. And it is uh Lucy's turn again. And then Hunkerize gets to go and then and then so Lucy, what are you doing? Okay, um, am I reacting to the fact there's a ghost here? Like, am I fucked right now? Um, you are having that migraine sensation. Like, you're having a migraine, but your adrenaline is so pumping. Okay, that doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, it all matters. You're overcoming your allergy. Yeah. Oh no, you're overcoming your psychosomatic allergy to ghosts. I think it's more. I think it's more that I can just sense that they're around. Like it's yeah. becoming more of a power than it. It's, it started out as a disadvantage. Yes, absolutely. Um, by being around all this mystical shit. Um. Okay. So Chaz is basically nothing right now. Yep. He, uh, I can't fight a ghost with guns. Can I? Well, you. you yes. Do you get that sense? Because he's like corporeal. Like he is. Okay. So he's not. He's not, like... He's not in ghost mode. He's what if you go full movie and tell me to fucking bless your gun or some shit? Yeah, what if... Fucking. Can I get spirit bullets using hundred eyes because he's made of ghost powers? Oh, yeah, that's... Let's, yeah, we'll say that that's... We'll say that, that there's a shot of that already, like, happening. Yeah. Like, that, like he look and he, like, does, like, a hand gesture, and Lucille starts to glow. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah! Okay, cool. So I'm gonna use my ghost bullets out of my ghost gun to use to murder this guy. I'm gonna ghost murder him. Um, I'm I'm going for the third eye. I'm trying to shoot a shotgun in the third eye because I feel like that's like a good uh, center of yes. of spirit stuff. Well, okay. So I'm starting because it's not my first thing. So but, started okay, so I started at 13. I got a straight zero. Okay, so that's 13, 15, you exactly hit. Because he's your quarry, so you take an additional... Right, push. okay, cool. Yeah, so I hit him right in the, conk him right in the beam. 
Yep. Uh, you deal him. I get plus three damage with Lucille. Nineteen damage minus his toughness of seven. That's twelve. He's thirty-three. He's pretty close. To, he's pretty close to to taking out. It's your turn, bro. It is now hundred eyes turn again, and then when and then soothing when goes. I'm hopefully going for an attack that knocks this man down. Uh, keeps him from standing because I'm assuming the ghost gun Lucille uh, still did not knock him down. Yeah, he like he takes the bullet and you you can see his energy start to dissipate, but he's still standing there cackling and like monologuing. He's a movie boss with powers that would clearly outmatch any of ours, so he can't actually attack us immediately, or there'd be no movie. All right. So, uh, positive three, negative one, so that's a two plus the additional two that I get. Uh, I'm at 17 for the attack. Great. What's your damage on your stat? It's nine, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Deal a four wound. And it is his turn now, and he's going to do a few things. Oh no. First thing he's gonna do is he's been monologuing and he's been specifically calling you out, Hunter Guys, and he's like, I will take this land back and you will be my sword, whether you want to or not. Roll me a skill roll plus set like roll me a roll and add seven. You wanna get at least a ten. Well then, I'm at ten. Roll the three. He like points at you and you feel him in your mind like all you can feel this anger at Lucy like you just want to attack her with everything you've got but you shake it off. Shake it off the last minute. So then he is going to he sees you shake it off gets angry and just points hands at both of you and fires away. I ain't about that life. I'm about that lightning life. Mm-mm, I'm not about that lightning life. If it's not lightning that I'm shooting, I'm not a receptacle of lightning. Uh, 17 is coming at, at Lucy, and a much lower number, a 12 is coming at. So, Lucy, you're going to take, take a hit. Do I do okay. 17 minus my toughness? 13 minus your toughness. Okay, so my toughness is 7, so I only got 6 damage. Yeah, so you're 14. And that's his turn... That puts it at Lucy's turn. So, uh, how much? How much came my way? Uh, none, because he rolled a twelve attack. Okay. Which is under your defense. Um. All right. So I'm taking all the damage in this fight. It's because I'm not magic. I kind of knew that was happening going in. Um. I'm gonna use my ghost gun again. Okay. Hopefully, I get a better roll this time. I feel like I keep getting this positive or negative six situation going on. Positive one, negative six. Jesus. I barely touch him. That puts me at an eight. Yeah. So he, um... He He's just mad about it. Like, Matrix stops your bullet. You're just, like, a shotgun shell. Great. Fuck this. It is now, uh, 100 eyes turn. I'm coming in hard with that staff. Uh. Uh. 
Aw, oh, yeah. Roll the six with my good die. You know why today's a good day? You didn't have to use your AK? Didn't have to use the AK. Unlike you. I didn't have well, to use one. Well, the AK wouldn't really work on a ghost anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I got a positive six plus an additional three on that second roll. So that is nine uh, minus four, which put me at a, an extra five plus the two, seven. Uh, so I'm back at 20 martial art, 20 attack. Okay. He is close. He is crackling and like fading in and out as he takes his next turn, which he turns 200 eyes. And he is going to unleash everything he can at 100 eyes. First one is an 18. Does an 18 hit your defense? Uh, my defense is 15, so I guess it makes it through. Okay. So take 13 minus your toughness. Seven. Uh, no, it's going to be an additional two because of my balance bringer. So that's eight minus 13 would be five. Okay. Uh, does a 16 hit your defense? Yes. Take 11 minus your toughness. Which will be another three. And. Oh no. Oh dear. Does a 16, 13, does a 28. So take. So I've got a. Oh yes. Attack named Staved Off Monkey that will interrupt if I pay five shots. So you can do that and just automatically block this attack, which is good because it's going to deal a lot of damage. So you just take five damage instead of taking. Well, it, he drops basically his. He, he's now skipping his net like the turn for the rest of this sequence. Okay. To protect myself from. It's like a super. So there's like a real long shot between like conjuring this energy and like dissipating. Okay. And now it is Lucy's turn again. I'm just going to keep shooting this guy, because it's really all I got. Imagine at this point, it's like, uh, Linda, uh, Linda Hamilton's Terminator. You're shooting, and then it's talking, and shooting, mm-hmm. and Just walking forward, just shooting yeah. as much as I can. Please, God, may it be a freaking positive roll. I am so mad at these dice right now. Positive six, negative two. Roll that six again. Two. Okay, so 8 minus 2, so 6. Plus, plus your... guns are 13, so 19. 21 plus your quarry. You hit him. So 6 plus 19. Yeah, I have plus 3 damage, too. Um, 25 minus 7 is 18? Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay. Come on. You, what do you, what's the line you say as this guy dissipates into, as this guy explodes in a blast of energy? Oh, man. Oh, no. I don't know. She's... Is it it nothing? You just, it's nothing, and you just see, you don't even see him dissipate because they couldn't afford the effects to, because they already used their effects budget for all the lightning and shit. You just see a flash of light in her eyes. It's like a close-up of her eyes. Yeah, we see a flash of light in her eye. We see her finger on the trigger. She closes it. There's a flash. 
and he's just gone. The two of you are standing. The crowd is scattered. Rex is has his hands behind his head, like in a surrender position. Chaz is unconscious but alive and ready to be taken in for a bounty. The portal is like flickering and starting to fade, so you've got to go now. Yeah, I just I hoist Chaz over my buff lesbian arms, <laughs> just throw him over because he's probably skinny white dude, and I don't I'm just like whatever. And I'm like, peace out, hundred eyes. It was nice knowing you. You're a good fighter, and I can respect that, and I respect you. Try not to let all this weirdness that you just saw today from the future mess you up too bad. <laughs> I've got a lot of cleaning up to do. Yeah. Go home. I guess I bring Rex with me, too. Yeah, he, like, follows behind you. Yeah. Maybe I'm like, hey, you know what you should do? You should be a bounty hunter with me. We'd make a good team because you have military whatever the front. Well, my boss is arrested, so... Why not? Yeah. (laughs) The portal closes, like, uh, the screen closes around the portal, we get the first first closing credits, and that's Feng Shui. This is really fun! Oh, this is great. That was super great. Thanks so much for playing. That was awesome. Yes. Thanks for having us. Thank you for letting me join in at last minute. This was awesome. Of course. So, real quick, before we wrap up, where can people find uh, your stuff online? You go first, Ben. Uh, well, you can find me everywhere at Ophidian Cobra. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, the works. That's O-P-H-I-D-I-A-N Cobra. Um, or you can check out... Um, YouTube's, the Chakar YouTube channel, Chakar Live, where I'm currently releasing content. Also, we have a Patreon that's for Closet Champion, where we release like specific content about our lives and about our business together. Um, and that's uh, patreon.com slash Closet Champion. And you can find me on Facebook as Kate Nix, or if you're into the burlesque stuff, um, I also am Sway Bradbury on all the social media. But if you follow Kate Nix music on Instagram and Facebook and all that stuff, you'll inevitably find all the things I'm combined into. And obviously Closet Champion on all that stuff too. I do all the things. Cool, cool, cool. Well, I'm going to throw it over to me in the future so that he can wrap up with the show. Awesome. Thanks so much for having us. Of course. Take a future me. Thanks for asking me. And thanks to Ophidian and Kate for coming on the show. You're both wonderful. This was one of my favorite episodes to date. Be sure to follow Kate and Ophidian on Twitter at KateNixMusic and Ophidian the Cobra. If you're in the Philly area, Ophidian has a title match at the Jakara Show November 5th at 7pm at the Wrestle Factory in Northeast Philly. And allow me to say, I'm rooting for you, buddy. Affidian and Kate have also launched a new podcast called Bump and Grind. The first episode is available exclusively to their Patreon subscribers for now at patreon.com slash closetchampion and will be released to the public next Wednesday at bumpandgrind.libsyn.com. Alright, here we go. Time for the big announcement. Today, the one-year anniversary of Party of One marks the official launch date of the Party of One Patreon campaign. So the past year's been amazing, and... When I say amazing, I I don't have I do not have words. I've been trying to find words and I don't have them. And the thing is I want to make it even better going forward. I want to give you the show that you deserve because you the fans, the people, the friends of the show, the people that listen are so good 
that I want to give you the show that you deserve. And with your support, we can make that happen. And I want to make this clear. Party of One is staying free and ad-free for the foreseeable future and it's coming out every single week for free. That's not changing. This is just a way to elevate the content that's already coming out with better equipment, more games, and more convention appearances and live shows on the side. There's some really cool rewards and milestones, so check it out at patreon.com slash partyofonepodcast. If you can support, that's amazing and I appreciate it. If not, if you can boost the signal on social media, I double appreciate that. Thank you so much. Seriously, thank you. If you want to hear more from me, you can follow me on Twitter at Party of One Pod and like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash partyofonepodcast. If you love the show, consider telling a friend. Social media reviews, iTunes reviews. Social media shoutouts, iTunes reviews, and word of mouth recommendations are so helpful in helping the show grow and reach bigger and better things. And I so appreciate it. Even a year later, I it warms it it kills me. And I love it. Party of One is produced and edited by Jen Frank and Jeff Stormer. And allow me to say, Jen, thank you for the past year of working with me on this podcast. It has been beyond a delight. And I know that it has been difficult at times, but I love you. And I'm so happy that we've been able to work on this together. Thank you. All music for the show comes from the song Infinite Lives by Megaran, featuring the D&D Sluggers. And until next time, party people, thank you for listening and for sharing and for chatting with me on Twitter when I'm bored at work and for letting me hang out with you for an hour a week every week for the past year. Just, just thank you. Thank you for everything. And as always, party on. 